2: plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary
3: welcome back to the huddle joining us now on the john schuster caldwell banker hotline our good friend from the star tribune chip scoggins chipper uh we've been having a riveting discussion here about troughs versus no troughs in uh men's bathrooms are you pro trough or are you uh not pro are you
2: against trough i wouldn't say i'm against it um i'd probably prefer it not to be but i guess i've never really dived deep on the subject these are the kind of things
3: we talk that we think about (laughs) on sunday morning at 11 a.m what's it like at
4: meeland (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm gonna think about this all day, and I'm gonna have an answer next time
3: I'm on. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it, uh, Chip. You wrote a a, a phenomenal article uh, this week in the Star Tribune about a young woman who is, has dealt with OCD as well as other things, and has risen to become one of the best uh, one of the best prospects for uh, basketball in the state on the women's side. Tell me, the thing that I love about these stories, and and, and you told it so well, I always wonder how you find out about these things. How do you get these stories? How do these come to you? And how do you kind of realize, okay, this has a little more legs. This is going to be a really great feature story.
2: Yeah, some of the uh, – thanks for having me on, Dave. And uh, Some of these stories have just been observational, things I've seen, things I've heard. This one, um, a friend of mine actually had uh, had, uh, heard about Chloe – and heard she had some uh, mental health challenges with OCD and uh, a, a condition I'd never heard of called selective mutism as a child. And so I just contacted the family and uh, talked to her mom, Heather, for uh, initially on the phone for a few times. And she uh, just told me about this incredible link that they have to a story I had, had written back in 2019 on Jake Sullivan. And so. That kind of started the ball rolling, but whenever I do one of these, I always uh, take them out the subject and their family to uh, dinner or lunch just to get to know each other and, and, and see if the if story is something they would want to do, because when you do these long-form projects, it's not just parachuting in once for an interview and mm-hmm. and that's it. Uh, it's I'm asking a lot of them, a lot of time, a lot of uh, energy, and more so than anything, a lot. Uh, I'm asking them to share, you know, some hard challenges in their life, some personal things that maybe uh, they've never shared publicly. And so, I always say, you know, when, when we we're having lunch, and I, I did it with with uh, Chloe and her parents. I said, you know, I'd love to tell your story, and and I'll do everything I can to to tell it uh, in the best way. But it, but I only want you to do it if you feel comfortable. And if you don't, no pressure. You know, this was a good meal, and and uh, you know we we. Maybe we'll revisit sometime out But if you're not, if you don't feel like it's something you want to do, I uh, completely understand because it's a, it's a big ask of you. And they did. And so uh, I think I went up to their house there, there near Duluth, I think, seven times, seven, eight times over wow. you know, six or seven months. And Because uh, that's the only way you can do those, right, Dave, is earn trust. Mm-hmm. And the only way you can earn trust is to, to be there and be present and show them that you care.
4: That's a, It's amazing. Quite honestly, Chip, that and and I never realized that it was that sort of a time frame that you were using. So that that that's incredible. Have you seen anything different over that time frame, so because of the fact that you did have all those visits, or is this something where uh, it it stalls and it's just something that she's having to deal with, uh, you know, every single day?
2: Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's something she deals with every day. Now uh, she has learned to manage her OCD much better than when she was seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. The family has a better understanding of it. She uh, has some strategies that she uses to help her whenever she gets stuck on a thought or a thing that's, uh, you know, creating anxiety for her. So this is something she'll probably live with the rest of her life. And it's just how you manage it. And she's done a good job of that. You don't see it, you know, uh, it's not visible. Her family calls it uh, her secret storm, but, uh, You know, we're not around her 24-7 like they are, and they deal with, you know, the anxiety and the different things that she has to confront. Um, But, I, yeah, she was the same kid. And um, the the fascinating thing about the whole story is, and that's a connection to basketball, when she's on a basketball court, she feels free. She told me that's where her mind doesn't worry. It's where she feels uh, natural. Uh, It's just something about being on a basketball court allows her to turn her brain off and not – have any anxiety or any you know thoughts that are consuming you know or paralyzing her uh, at the moment it's just a it's a fascinating thing that uh, she's really poured herself into
3: call from mom answer it call silenced
1: instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy
3: So Chip Scoggins joining us in the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline from the Star Tribune. He wrote a great article this week on Chloe Johnson, who is one of the top recruits in the state for girls basketball, uh, and has been dealing with some rare a rare condition, including uh, obsessive compulsive disorder. Chip, the the risk in these articles sometimes I feel like is that in the game of recruiting, you use everything to try to beat your competition. It doesn't necessarily seem that way for her. She's already got offers from multiple schools. Are there schools, or do you think there are schools that might hold back because of this kind of information coming out, or that would use it against other schools with this kind of, with this information now being out there?
2: I don't think so. I, I really don't think so because uh, I mean she's you know straight A student. Yeah. Uh, she's doing well, you know, she has friends, she's doing well socially, it's just something she, you know, and I will say the one thing about this, and I, I hope it came through in the story, is that she has such an incredible support net, uh, mm-hmm. network around her with her family, her mom and dad and brother Brooks, uh, you know, grandma and grandpas and uncles and aunts, and even the school that she goes to really helps her. So I don't I don't think it'll be anything where, a, you know, a school that's recruiting her would Uh, And that's something they'll have to educate themselves on and, and get to know and, and see, because, you know, she's going to have challenges and how do they deal with it? and How do they help her that? But I I don't think it's anything that would uh, be a deterrent um, in terms of, you know, wanting a recruiter.
4: Just curious, uh, Chip, because you, you do so many different things, obviously that, that, uh, that whole thing fits into a different category as the, the Gophers signing of Koi Parich and, Tell us a little bit about that young man, because we know he's athletic as all get out. Everybody in the world wanted him, and he narrowed it down to a couple of different schools. And I guess basically overwhelmingly, everybody said, well, he's going to go to Ohio State. Of course he is. Uh, And here he is. Somehow P.J. Fleck was able to get him to come to the University of Minnesota. Tell us a little bit about what you see and what you've heard about him, because I've heard that he's an incredible athlete as well yeah. as uh just a you know as a safety he's got enough size needs a little bit more but enough size and a lot of speed where he he is a game changer
2: yeah yeah i went up uh twice last week i went and Spent a uh, day up there uh in esco uh went to his basketball practice and then hung out with him and his, his parents at their house and then went back the next day because they were playing cherry uh minnesota in the game and isaac osama who's going to you know the gopher sign he was playing in that game so they got to go against each other and that was fun but he's a uh, coy is a when you say when i say athletic he is freakishly athletic i mean you watch the way uh, you know i haven't seen him play football I but just watching him explode off the floor in basketball and the way he jumps and moves, you can see it. Uh, he's also an incredibly confident player. I was th- I was asking about, you know, he went down to that U.S. Uh, uh, the All-American game. and was MVP of this, uh, the plays he made there. And I asked him, you know, you come from a small town, you're playing the best uh, competition in the country at that All-American All game. Were you, was there any question in your mind or doubt about how you would, you know, stack up against those those guys. He just said, "Now I think I'm one of the best athletes in the country." Said, I don't. He said, "I don't mean to sound egotistical, but I just do." And he he just has this natural confidence about him. And he grew up in a a very athletic home. Both mom and dad were college athletes, and uncles and aunts and cousins they're all college athletes. Um, and and they're that family competes. They compete in all kinds of things. And and so there's a. From an early age, he learned that, you know, competition, um, that was kind of bred into him. And, you know, he's coming down here to make a splash his freshman year. He he wants to play right away in that free safety position. Obviously, they've had a good track record there and putting guys in the NFL. And the former Gopher, uh, you know, Antoine Winfield, is one of the best defensive players in the league right now. And so... Uh he's he's, he's going to be an athlete that's fun to watch because I think he can do a lot of different things. I think he could help him on special teams, returning punts and kicks. He's just that athletic.
3: Chip Scoggins from the Star Tribune joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, Chip, I want to ask you before we uh, before we go here, because I know you were on the Vikings beat for many years, and, and I know you know this team well. If you were making the decision this offseason as to whether you are going to sign Kirk Cousins, or let him go and try to pick up a free agent and draft a a younger quarterback to move forward. What would you do, and why?
2: Well, I would I would see what the price is yeah. first. Uh, that, that to me, that's everything. If it gets, you know, if he's wanting thirty five, forty million, I think I would move on. They have so many holes on this roster that they have to fill uh, defensively. And if you fall in love with, uh, this is just such a great quarterback class. Uh, obviously you're not going to be in the Kayla Williams or Drake may, uh, discussion probably, but you know, whether it's uh Penix or McCarthy or, you know, uh, if, if they fall in love with, a you know, one of those quarterbacks and can get them at 11, I think I would do that because I just look at their defense and it absolutely needs a lot of work in personnel wise. And I just, if you're going to pay JJ a historic contract, uh, and then Christian Darisaw is going to need, you know, historic contract. Or not, maybe not historic, but a big contract. And if you have to sign Cousins to that forty million dollar a year thing, I just don't know how you're going to fix all the the problems yeah. that they have right now. So I think I'd be inclined to move on.
3: Chip, always good to have you. Thanks so much. Great work on the uh, on the multitude of articles you put together this week. But always great to have you on with us, buddy. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks, Dave and Pete. Appreciate you, man. Chip Scoggins thanks, Chip. from Star Tribune. Always great to have on, love uh, love picking his brain and always enjoyed chatting with him uh, when we were in the field together as well. Take a quick break. We'll wrap up to the show. You are listening to The Huddle on e 3
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.